Hey everybody, welcome to the Hunt Let's Run podcast. With Amber and Jake Kuiper. And all the Kuiper kids. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome back to the Hunt Let's Run podcast with Amber and Jake Kuiper. And welcome to episode number 26 26. Uh, very excited to be with you guys today, and I'm, I'm excited to talk about this topic. Uh, you know, referencing episode 25, um, I talked a lot about the, the uncertainty that we are facing as we finish 2020 and we go into 2021, and just processing that a little bit further took Amber and I down this trail of, of really talking through practical steps that you can take in order to take back control in uncertainty times. And um, if there was ever a way to classify where we are at currently uh, in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of political uncertainty, in the midst of unemployment and kids coming back home from school, and uh, we are just living in uncertain times. And it, it paralyzes you. It puts you in this position where you're not sure what you should do from one moment to the next, what you should eat, what your kids should eat, what you should do, how you should use your time, if you should clean up your house. Like everything that you take to be normal is thrown out the window because you're just you're just constantly worrying about what's going to happen next. And so um, we have noticed that over this year. Um, and now today we're, we're, we're really feeling like we're in this spot where we're, we're starting to see light at the end of the tunnel as far as our productivity and as far as us taking back control of some of the uncertainty in our own life. And we want to share with you today uh, practical steps for you to do that yourself. And before we get into all of this, I do want to say if if this episode brings you any sort of value or perspective today, would you do us a favor and would you share it? Would you tell somebody about it? And please, um, always uh, tag us at Jake Kuiper, at Amber Marie Kuiper, and we're, we're happy to repost it, reshare it, um, and grow together. Our, our hope with this podcast is to constantly be bringing value and perspective. And again, back to the practicality, giving you practical applications to your life so that you can continue to move forward. And so if today something that we say, something we share, some perspective that maybe you hadn't thought about um, impacts you in some way or another, please share it to your sphere and allow other people to get uh, value and and perspective from us. Um, But I do want to welcome back to the podcast Amber. Um, Amber's with us today and uh, I, I just think you've got such a great perspective on all of this just by what you do for a living. In, in exercise, in nutrition, and so, uh, you know, of the things we're going to talk about today, I feel like you've got so much value to bring. Oh my goodness, that's so sweet of you, because I feel like most days I'm just kind of trying to keep it all together, but yeah, I feel like we have learned a lot in 2020, and I think I'm just excited to keep it real and kind of just share, you know, kind of the process that we've been through this year, what we've learned. Um, what, where we've grown, what we figured out along the way. Not that we, we have it all figured out, but we definitely have made progress. I mean, I think back to those early days in March, right, when everything was so uncertain and we didn't even know what to think about, where, like what to do, if our businesses were going to be okay, if, you know, all these things, like all the things we kept thinking about. And like you said in the beginning, 
you know, when you are amongst like a lot of uncertainty, it really does paralyze you. It creates these roadblocks, um, especially in your mindset where you're just like, okay, like I know what I need to do, but yet there's all these distractions. There's all these things on top of what I'm normally having to deal with day to day. So how do I really protect my thoughts, protect my mind? Because what we learned was that we really had to figure out, and I think we're, we still, you know, are going back and forth some days. We're like, yeah, that was a really good day. We had really good boundaries. And the next day, we're like, okay, we spent way too much time on social media, listening to this and that. But what we did learn is that when we were so focused on the fear, when we were so focused on just these toxic thoughts we were paralyzed. That was all we would think about. You're, I mean, you become what you're thinking about. And so we were so worked up about that, that it was like, we couldn't do anything else. And so as business owners though, you know, you, you really don't have much of a choice except to continue to work. And so we reached this point where we were like, well, okay, this is going on. This sucks. This is kind of scary. However, we have to kind of fend for ourselves here. We have to keep working. We have to figure this out. So how are we going to take care of ourselves amongst all of the things that we have to do? You know, helping our kids with school, which I'm not a teacher. That was not fun. Um, trying to run our businesses, trying to rally our teams who are also kind of scared and nervous and all those things. Um, running a household, staying home, having to do all of this, this distancing and mask wearing and all these things that were just like, not normal. We are trying to figure out like how, how do we take care of ourselves? And so that's really, I think what we learned was that as basic as it sounds, you know, the most important things for us to be doing during uncertain times is number one, leading ourselves. And why does that matter? Why does it even matter? Because when we lead ourselves, like we have this ability to show up for the people in our lives that matter the most, and we're able to continue to make progress and to serve in the ways that we're supposed to serve. Maybe not exactly how we envisioned it, but you can still make forward progress. And I think at first I was kind of trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to do this though? Because I also feel so overwhelmed that I don't want to take on too much and feel like... I can't add one more thing to my plate, you know, in terms of like, okay, I felt like I needed to work out every day, but how am I even going to find time for that? And isn't that just putting more restrictions on me? But ultimately what I figured out was that if I could become disciplined in a few areas of my life, it was not limiting me more. It was actually helping me to flourish within those boundaries. And so I think that's really kind of where our heart is at today, that Yes, if you focus on what's going on in the world 100% of the time, you will be paralyzed. There's just no way around that. However, what's really cool is that the opposite is also true. So if you're focused on the positive things that you can do, controlling the control, well, you can't control everything, but we can control some things. And when you do that, you take the power back over your life and you realize, okay, this isn't as bad as it felt before because I'm doing what I can to protect my mind, to protect my life, to also be able to really love the people around me at, at the best capacity that I can right now. Yeah, I, I have one of our first notes here written down is that if you are feeling out of control, it oftentimes traces back to things that you actually can control. And with that in mind, I, I want to I pivot this to, to truly practical applications. And as we were getting ready for this podcast, we felt like there are four main categories that um, 
can have a very profound effect on you slowly. Generally, it starts small and it builds, it escalates. Um, Feeling in control to suddenly feeling out of control. And we want to talk to you today about how you can can take back that control. And the four categories that we want to walk through here are, are food, exercise, sleep, and then I'm, I'm going to kind of say like work slash parenting, just, you know, general life. Um, and our goal here is to really talk to you about, you know, practical and productive steps that you can take right now, today, to start feeling better. Because I think, like, to, to go back a little bit, when when everything started transpiring with the pandemic, we had just moved back to Florida. Yeah. And we took our spring break trip. To Minnesota, we went back to our house in Minnesota, and we're you know bunkered up there for for a couple of days, and we're getting ready to fly back, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden school shuts down, so we postpone our flight, and uh, we, you know we wait. I think it was like a week or something like that, mm-hmm. and then it gets postponed again. And so we move our flight back again. A huge shout out to the folks at Delta. They were they were very very uh, yeah. generous and and helpful working with us, but. Um, we push back, I think, a third time, and this time it ends up canceling. And now our kids are no longer going to be going to in-person school. They are stuck on iPads. They've got YouTube itineraries every day oh that we gosh, need to be putting yeah. them through. Um, we start having to do the screenshot. If you remember, we had to take pictures of all their homework and upload it. I mean, it was crazy. And everything in that moment was chaotic. Yeah. It just was chaotic. Schools were closed, restaurants were closed, stores were closed, and we were looking for toilet paper. I mean, it was it was crazy. And again, like you slowly start building this snowball of I kind of let my 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 food choices slip. And yeah. like I would rationalize food by like we would eat horribly, but I would I would think that I'm like supporting small business. Oh, for sure, we were like, which we didn't want to. We wanted to support small businesses, but it kind of got into a little bit of a. We really supported spiral. the Chinese uh, food industry, um, and so like in that scenario, and I think even as we start kind of transitioning, I mean. Who knows what we're going to come out of as we transition through Thanksgiving and through the holidays? Mm-hmm. Food has such a direct impact on how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so as you know, we're going through holidays and as we're going through transition and as you're getting together with your family and as you're facing uncertainty, what do you think are some things that people can be mindful of in just taking back control of their food choices? I think for us, what's always been really important is that it has to be sustainable um, and it has to be something that's not like a, a, you know, a quick fix or fad diet or something that feels very restrictive. So the basic thing that we do, like we keep it super simple. I'm not a huge cook. I don't love to meal plan. Like that's like, it's, I'll do it, but it's not my favorite. So we keep it really simple. But what we have decided that works for us is we eat pretty clean during the week. Like I would say, you know, Monday through Friday, we eat pretty clean, like what do you think, out of, out of 100%, are we kind of in like the 80 to 100% range yeah. throughout the week? We're pretty good. Yeah, outside of maybe a couple glasses of I, wine. I pat or... myself on the back yeah, for that. Yeah, So we're pretty good, and then we... And in a pandemic, you need wine yeah. consumption. Like, that's A-OK. <laughs> I'm not going to give that one up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like, you know, and then on the weekends, we'll have one meal that we're just like, we're not even going to think about how healthy it is or not. We're going to enjoy it. It's usually pizza, pasta, burgers, um, burgers something with like that. With a dessert. With, and then we do a dessert. Yeah. 
Um, and for us, for, we've learned that I can't make like a whole pan of brownies or I'll eat the whole pan of brownies. That's just like if I have junk food in my house, I'm going to eat it. Um, if my kids have candy and I know where the candy is, I'm going to find it and eat it. Like that's just how I am. And so I've learned that I need to be really careful about what I keep in the house. But for us, that helps us to kind of stay on course for the long term without feeling deprived. So we eat pretty healthy during the week. Um, and then on the weekend, we just choose one. And I think pre-deciding that that's your plan. And then for us, we also have to kind of go, okay, we can't talk each other into falling off track because, I mean, we did definitely do that sometimes during the pandemic. We were just like, okay, screw it. Like, let's go have something crappy tonight because I'm overwhelmed, you know? And that that is where we then kind of, you know, at some point you decide, okay, that's kind of, we, we feel a little bit fluffy. Like, let's get back on track. Let's get back to it. But yeah, I think just don't over, don't overthink it. Just eat quality whole foods. Um, don't cut out food groups or anything like that. Just fuel your body well. And listen, and I think finding something that works for you is so important. Yeah. Cause there, I mean, there's all kinds of like meal plans and diets that you can follow, but I think having something again, it's, it's about creating structure. Yep. When you're in the midst of chaos, you just need some sort of structure and that's up to you to find structure. I think structure and accountability, you know, as we work through all four of these, I think structure and accountability yeah, is sure. so important, but you know, finding a plan that you, you feel good about that makes you feel good, that, that allows you to, to look in the mirror in the morning and feel good about yourself like that, uh, that first impression of yourself in the morning, it can kick off your day in a whole different mm-hmm. way. If you mm-hmm. feel like I'm, I'm really doing well with my nutrition and what I'm putting in my body, the fuel I'm giving it, then I think it, that translates into everything else. It makes you want to exercise it. You know, it helps you get better sure. sleep. It helps you work better. So I think finding some sort of structure and then truly finding accountability, asking for accountability, you know, that can be with your spouse. That can be with a best friend. That can be with somebody that is, you know, just, you know, outside that specializes in that sort of thing. Again, in, in a time of chaos, in a time where we, we are in a true pandemic, I think it's very important for people to find some sort of accountability that just checks in on them semi-regularly to make sure that you're, you're sticking with your mm-hmm, goals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. So we'll move on to the second one, which is exercise. And again, with this one, I feel like, and obviously I have this perspective because I work in, in health and fitness, but what I, what makes me sad is when the words food or exercise are like triggers to people of, of and it kind of triggers your anxiety, right? You're like, oh gosh, yep, I do need to get that under control or exercise. Oh, I'm so out of shape. Like, I don't want you to feel any guilt. When we talk through these, I really just want you to be content where you are and know that that's like wherever you're at today is where you're supposed to be. And you can go up from here. But when it comes for, to exercise, for me, I think 30 minutes, you know, most days, it just helps me so much with my mental health. Even if it is just going outside for a walk, and I know it's colder now up north, but Um, even if it's just bundling up, taking your dog for a walk, even if it's just, um, if you have access to a treadmill or something, but I think that there's something that happens when you get outside. I think that it allows your mind to kind of shed all of the stress that can easily kind of come up and creep in when you're, when you're stuck indoors all the time. So my, my thing would be 30 minutes, do something that you look forward to, something that you love. It doesn't have to be super intense to get started. Just do something that you'll actually show up for because, I've also seen it where people go all in for this like crazy intense workout and then they're so sore on days two and three that they take the rest of the week off. No, just do what you can. Go for a walk, go for a jog, go for a bike ride, whatever that is. Start small, 
30 minutes a day. You can work your way up if you want to, but I would argue that consistency each and every day is more important than what you do once in a while. So just do something 30 minutes a day. And I think going back to structure again, I mean, with so many states putting in different restrictions and mandates, um, it's very likely that gyms are going to be closed for an extended period of time. So if you're somebody who likes going to the club or the fitness center, um, you, you just might not have that option for mm-hmm. a little bit here. And um, I think still with, with the, the rise in online fitness, there are so many options that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, structured programs where somebody is telling you what to do. When, uh, again, when your mind is so consumed with everything else going on, sometimes it's just nice to have somebody telling you what to do yeah. and knowing that you're getting a good and efficient workout program. And again, I just, I just am such a believer in structure when you're trying to take back control. Mm-hmm. It can be one less thing that you need to think about and, and again, just give you some sort of purpose and efficiency mm-hmm. because I think that's another thing. It's super easy to, to think you're working out and since you're the one doing your timing, you, you kind of you know, do a few push-ups and then you check your phone and you scroll your phone for a little bit. It's nice, I think, when someone's guiding you through the workout just to make sure that you're getting something that is actually you know, a good release of endorphins and, and, and exercise. Mm-hmm. Okay, so number three is sleep. I'm so excited about this one because I've been on you about this. I know. And this one I would say has been the biggest game changer for you this year. Huge. Because we both struggled with some pretty severe anxiety this year. Um, but yours was definitely all about sleep. It, It was new. It was new. You hadn't really struggled with anxiety before, um, this year. But then you realize just how important sleep was to that equation. Well, and I'm, I'm somebody who needs to be in control. I love control. I love outcomes. I love having some sort of definity to uh, what is going to happen. And so I, I think I would, be, I would be up all night trying to figure out what is, what is happening. What, uh, you know, what can I do? How can I move this forward? And, and there's just there wasn't anything to do that I could personally do. And I had to, to learn to release that. And so, you know, one of the things that I started noticing a few months ago is that right before I would hop on or right before I'd go to bed, I would hop on my phone and I would think that I could take back control by checking my email or checking my social media. And I would look at my messages and instead of actually feeling like I could take control and relax, it would spike my anxiety because you, you know, that feeling where you go in there and you, you kind of pull the tab down and all of a sudden something pops up at the top. And if that thing that pops up at the top is, you know, questioning you or putting you down or, you know, it could be the reason that uh, a potential opportunity falls apart, your anxiety spikes and it becomes very, very difficult to fall back asleep because your mind is now consumed with thinking through that and processing that and and you start coming up with these hypothetical scenarios of of how this is going to play out and how this conversation is going to go. You know, same thing, I, I think same thing when it comes to what you're consuming on a Netflix or a Hulu, if, if you're not watching something light right before you go to bed, especially right now, your, your mind just goes into this like kind of like dark and unsettled mm-hmm. place. And so I, I think, you know, practically what I started doing is once I would get to about eight o'clock, my phone would go on do not disturb mode. I think it is eight o'clock, eight o'clock or nine o'clock. And so it's at nine o'clock, eight o'clock or nine o'clock. My phone goes on do not disturb mode and you can't reach me until 8 a.m. the next day. Mm. 
-hmm. And I just created a boundary. I created a boundary where my clients couldn't reach me. They couldn't text me. They couldn't call me. Um, and that, that started alleviating some anxiety. And then when it came to social media, I, I just, I don't check Facebook or Instagram. I don't check my, my Gmail. I was actually getting ready for bed last night and I, I was walking to the bathroom to brush my teeth and I started, started to go into my Gmail and I thought, no, don't do this because if you have a message that you can't fix right now, you're going to be up and you're going to be anxious all night. Um, and the other thing that we've started doing that has been really helpful, I think for me, is watching comedy specials, yeah. watching, going back, I think it's about the 15th time I've watched The Office. No, what um, did we watch in the very beginning? Um, oh, which... I don't even, I can't even endorse <laughs> this. So, oh, no. like this was the beginning of the pandemic when, I mean, we were both so high strung and me especially, I couldn't watch anything past seven that made me anxious. And so we watched the show on Netflix. The Heart of Dixie. Called The Heart of Dixie. And it was so uh, good, you guys. No, it it's like the best good. chick flick ever. Please watch it. Uh, Jake, you, you, you kind of liked it. it was, I don't know. Okay, but I'm you gonna, you got through with me. I need to like keep some sense of coolness. Okay, but that was really good. like something light, whatever something, it is. Something light. But I, I, I think there's so much that we can control. And I think you've fallen into this rabbit hole lately where yeah. you know you start conversing with people and like I'll I'll wake up to go to the bathroom or something It'll be midnight, you'll still be sending messages. And like that has that is slowly Yeah. I'm I think that has it. slowly been something that you're realizing can be a trigger for you that's affecting your sleep habits. For sure. Like I I don't know why, but this year all of a sudden I got very interested in politics. Um, and I was just like, yeah, in all these conversations. And I was, I think my goal was like, it made me so sad how people on both sides were just like not being nice. And I was like, we can have different opinions and still be nice. So I was like out to, you know, just like share my opinion, but also try to be kind. But it was just dumb. Like a lot of the times it was like, it was just revving me up. So like there was one, there was one night like after a debate or after whatever, I would post something, I'll be in the comment section and then it would be like 1am and I couldn't fall asleep. And so it was like all this, all this stuff that I was like, okay, I need to rein it in. And, but you now know. you're, now you're up. Like say if you're, you're still awake, sending messages, scrolling your phone at 1am in the morning and then your kids are up at 6am. That means you're getting five hours of exactly, sleep. Exactly. Exactly. So, it's just a, it's a, it's a recipe for disaster and that has been really good for me to go, okay, my phone needs to, like, and, and we'll give each other permission, right? Like, if I'm on my phone late at night, or you are, whatever, we're like, what are you doing? Do you need to do that right now? And also for me over the years, like, and this year what's helped is just to plug it in in a different room, almost like a landline. So I, like, that's kind of the only way that I can't walk, check it. Because if it's on the couch by me, I will 100% check it. And so that's something that I'm working on is just putting it out of sight, out of mind so that I'm not triggered like every five minutes to check it. And I would encourage you if, again, if you're feeling these anxious feelings, sleep could be a real issue. Yeah. Alcohol consumption, you know, any sort of foreign substance into your body could be a real issue. Um, you need to do what you can to feel rested. And so maybe 
you're accustomed to getting six hours of sleep, but right now you're, you're not feeling like yourself. You're, you're dragging in the mornings. Uh, you don't feel as productive mm-hmm. in the afternoon. You might need more sleep. And that's something that I've noticed. Like yeah. my, my whole career, when I was in sales, I, I maybe got five to seven hours of sleep, but right now my body needs eight. And mm-hmm. so we're going to bed considerably earlier. Yep. You know, we used to be 11, 12 o'clock crowd. And now it's, it's somewhere between 10 and 10 30 every single night. And I can feel my body telling me it's time for bed and it's up to me to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing that we want to talk about is is that whole work life, parenting, just you know every day. Um, the choices that you make in food, in exercise, in your sleep, you know what you're consuming has a direct effect on how productive you are in in your workspace. But when it comes to to feeling like so much is out of your control in work, I think it, it boils down to everything that we're talking about here again, where you you need to start small. And I feel like any business, no matter the industry, there are certain, we'll call them vital behaviors, vital action items that you need to do every single day to move your business forward. When you are feeling out of control and everything around you feels chaotic, those are the items that you need to be focusing on each and every day. And mm-hmm. if you do nothing else, you at least get those, whatever it is, three to five to 10 items done because that's going to move your business along. Yeah. And what I have found is that for me, in order to get into that space, like I just have to be listening to a lot of personal development. So The way that our routine kind of works is, you know, we get the kids ready for school. We might do a little bit of work early in the morning. Um, We drop them off, and then now they're (laughs) they're back in school, hopefully for a while yet. Um, We get back home, and then I kind of have to just refocus my mind. And so usually while I tidy up the house a little bit, do the dishes, whatnot, drink some coffee, I'm listening to some sort of personal development that gets me back into a business-building work mindset. So it's it's personal development that is like about leadership or it's about being an entrepreneur, things like that, that gets me focused on wanting to work again. Because if I come home and I listen to the latest, you know, um, news conference, I'm not going to be focused on wanting to get my work done. So for me, it starts just going, okay, I'm going to get back in that mindset, listen to even just 20 minutes of personal development. And then from there, I kind of make my list of what do I have to do today? What are those business building things I kind of do three things because I think if you can hammer out three things in a day that are actually going to move your business forward, you don't need a to-do list of 10 things. Just do the, the top three, the biggest things, and then you can feel good about the day that you finish. But it is being so focused on those things or otherwise your mind, I mean, at least for me, I get distracted so easily. And so I get home, I focus my mind right, get on the personal development train, Um, make my list, and then I get to work. But also, like, I think having accountability and talking through with someone, like, were you productive today? Especially if you're an entrepreneur because you don't have that boss checking in with you. Um, You just, you have to have that self-discipline. And sometimes that means during crazy, uncertain times, you have to ask for accountability for that self, to help you with that self-discipline. I think with, uh, with, with any time right now that, that you're, you know, you talk about coming home, um, having your home under control can be a huge component of it too. So, 
you know, one of the things today, I went and I dropped uh, dropped the kids off, and when I come home, you had spent a little bit of time cleaning the kitchen. Some people uh, prioritize making the bed in the morning. Yeah. Um, finding something, I think, even within your your house again, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in a season of chaos, where you can just you can you know, pick up the kids' room, so maybe clean clean the kitchen and do the dishes or fold the laundry. You know, finding something, and that and that's truly where you listen to a lot of your personal yeah, development sure. too. Is is while you're taking control of your house house you're filling your mind with with positivity and leadership um what what would you say to a mom out there who's feeling like gosh like right now i like i'm so consumed with everything going on right now i'm just i'm a horrible parent i've, I've lost control i've lost the energy to be a, a great mom a great parent i mean i think we've all been there this year for sure um probably more regularly than we have been in the past you know and I think that my first tip would just be give yourself some grace and like guilt, guilt is not productive, right? Guilt, if you just beat yourself up, that's not productive, but give yourself permission to just go, you know what? I'm doing the best I can right now with the circumstance that we're in and this survival mode, it's not going to last forever. I don't know how long it's going to last, but it's not going to last forever And, you know, for me, a lot of times I'm like, oh, I wish my house was cleaner. I wish that I had all these things done. I wish I had um, my grocery shopping done for the week and everything like that. Oh, my gosh, then we have homework and we have, and for some people, you know, virtual learning to do. Um, I think, again, you know, just making that list of, okay, if I got these three things done today, would that, what would make me feel really good? And even before I had a job outside of being a stay-at-home mom, that was important to me to kind of think through my day and go, what are the things that are the most important to get done today? For me, it was usually, okay, my workout, right? And getting that done and not feeling guilty for taking time for myself. And then it was usually like getting the house to a certain point that day that would feel good. Um, But again, just being realistic with what you can do, but also just knowing that this is just a season and this too will pass. This is not going to last forever that you are, an overcomer, you will have victory over this season. Um, you are 100% capable of, of doing the things that you need to do today. And no one also, like, we feed ourselves these lies, right, of like, oh, my gosh, I'm such a failure. I'm not doing enough of this. I'm not doing enough of this. No one's looking at you like that, except for you're just – most of the time we're just hard on ourselves. But we just need to, I think, give, give ourselves grace and just take it a day at a time, you know, and just know that your kids are okay. Like you are their mom for a reason and they, they're so blessed by you. They just want you. They just want you to spend time with them regardless of if you have all the things on your list. Um, I hope this episode was really helpful to you guys. We had uh, we had kicked this around for a little bit now. I, I know we've we've actually probably talked about doing something like this for a few weeks, um, um, but I'm really excited and happy that we were able to put this all together for you. I want to encourage you as we we wrap up here to to take time to process your emotions. Um, they're, they're okay. Find somebody, anybody that you can talk to, because this is like we're just we're just living through through something that we never have ever experienced. I mean, gosh, we've been on this planet for 34 years. Um, we've never experienced something like this before um be cognizant to identify your triggers 
you know, and mm-hmm. any of the food, the exercise, the sleep, the work. I think identifying uh, triggers is such a, a big component of getting or taking back control. Um, because I th- if you do something bad or wrong long enough, it, it begins to feel normal. Mm-hmm. And so when you start kind of feeling those emotions of, well, oh, this is when I eat or this is why I don't sleep, um, be cognizant of them. Yeah. Notice them. Um, because I think the, the quicker that you can notice them, the quicker that you can put some sort of uh, structure or accountability in place, uh, the quicker you can take back control. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for episode 26. We are so happy to be back and, and prioritizing the Humlets Run podcast. You can expect a new podcast. Once a week. At least. At least once or twice. And on Fridays. Fridays. Fridays, right? Yes. That's Fridays. what we're thinking for now. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for spending some time with us, you guys. Have a fantastic weekend. Hey, thanks so much for spending some time with us today. You can find more Hun Let's Run on Facebook and on Instagram. Or because, you know, sometimes you just need your own space, you can also find us individually at Amber Marie Kuiper or at Jake Kuiper. Talk to you later, everybody.